0: Okay, we're back. This is attempt number three now. It's the New York Gun Guys podcast. What's up, everyone? Yeah, what's going on? Okay, if there's anything wrong with the audio, okay, it is because we are not in the studio. We don't have our normal equipment. We're kind of running this. Bare bones. Bare bones. Yeah. With an old ass, like, board. That it I works. Have. No,
1: I mean, it works, but it's not what we're used to. So, like, I don't know if you guys had seen, uh, we posted on Facebook, we're actually going to be moving locations into a studio, for lack of a better term. Yes. Yeah. So, we, um, but in the meantime, we're just waiting on some equipment to be hooked up and everything, so uh, we just kind of had to put this together real quick, because there's a lot to talk about, right. and um, we got a lot of information to get out there for everyone. Yeah. Um, first of all, John, how are you? I'm good. All right. I'm excellent.
0: good. Yeah, see, like, your mic now, again? We're gonna just keep going. All right. It's I don't know what's going on. Well, but like it's only coming out. Even over here, I'm only seeing that it's only. Uh, it's that's only so weird. Rage.
1: I haven't touched anything, so yeah, wiggle I don't it, know. Wiggle it. I don't know what the deal is. Uh, maybe it's just the cable. Maybe it's just the mic. I think it's the mic. As long as you can hear me, that's all I really care about. Yeah. Um, we got a lot to talk about. Uh, first off, I'd like to just make a few announcements. Um, I was recently invited to be a guest on the Milsarp World podcast. Uh, Millsurp World is a YouTube channel run by a very nice dude named danny they do a podcast it's maybe like once a month um i got invited to talk on there so it should be hopefully coming out how soon. did they find out about you i'm a patreon member oh okay. uh, i'm a Patreon member of their the page it allows me to get access to the discord where there's a lot of awesome people i basically describe it to my wife as a gun collecting club mm-hmm. so to speak mm-hmm. and so they have Patreon members that come on and they knew i do a podcast so they very graciously allowed me to plug the podcast when I was on the show.
0: How many times did you plug it?
1: Uh, once in the beginning, and then they plugged it at the end. Nice. So I didn't, you know, it's their show. I'm not about to step on toes and do anything. I just anything.
0: felt like you should have just went on, and every 30 seconds just been, and why Gun. going to Well, it was three
1: hours and 45 minutes long. Okay. So that would have so been what? a lot of plugs. You would have been fine. Um, you would have figured it out. It was actually pretty cool. I'm not going to get too much into it. Go listen to it when it comes out. Um it's basically we had 15 military surplus rifles that we had to rank in order from best to worst, and uh, why our thoughts on that are. So yeah. I learned a lot because I didn't know about Spanish Mausers, South American Mausers, which was pretty interesting to learn. And now about. you do. Now I do. Nice. Uh, announcement number two, uh, big news. I think is that I'm going to be set up at the Hot Pog Gun Show, nice on Long Island, mm-hmm. May 14th and 15th, 2022. Nice um i'm gonna be having a table i'm gonna be giving away some stickers you know there'll be patches available for a donation um you guys can come chat say hello shoot the shit help the channel out a lot of people have been asking how to help the channel out um so that's gonna be one way you could do that too um it's mostly just to get ourselves out there kind of just yeah talk to people yeah you'll be there i will not be there yeah yeah he's got some stuff going on but it'll be really nice um it's in the IBEW Hall on Motor Parkway in Hoppog, right off the LAE. Um, that day, too, I'll probably be doing some Facebooking or Instagramming, taking pictures, talking with people, whatever. So All I'll be of there. your adoring fans. Yeah, well, I'll be there both days. And, I mean, a lot of people have expressed, like, oh, you know, how can we support the channel? Are you mm-hmm. going to be doing anything? Where can we find you? This, this, and this. So I figured, you know what, for a weekend, might as well be a pretty good thing to do. Um, get ourselves out there, give away some stuff to people, cool. and um, cool, yeah. And then also coming up soon, which we're gonna have details on the Facebook page. We're gonna be doing a giveaway. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: yeah, don't leak too many. I'm details not gonna leak it. Yet. Well, I'm
1: not gonna leak too many details yet. But stay tuned. We're gonna be doing our first giveaway, yeah. actual giveaway with like a real cool thing. Yeah, definitely. Um We're gonna talk keep about them, it. Keep more. them coming back for more. Yeah, don't give <laughs> it all away. <laughs> no, but I'm just telling people to keep an eye on the Facebook oh page because there's mic. gonna be some. Uh, what? <laughs> your mic just like slipped in. Oh,
0: <laughs> and slipped out. Oh, I don't know. Get, get in right, right in front of it. Get right in front of
1: it. What? Why do you want to see that? Open your mouth ah no (laughs) no stick out your tongue Uh, all right keep going oh just a funny thing i only made one dirty joke on the Soap world podcast i was very contained i didn't i I worked blue as they say i didn't Mm, even drop an f-bomb but i had to make the joke and here's why i think it's the (laughs) i'm pretty sure it's the moss 39 ian Unforgotten weapons did a video but it has a bayonet that's kept inside the gun it's like a spike bayonet sure and if you take the bayonet out and you turn and you put two rifles like inverted. You can you, you can, can lock dock them. them. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly that's yeah, exactly they're what they're I, I and they're saying. Oh yeah, you flip them over and they they could get stuck together. I'm like, I believe that's called docking. And there was an awkward silence. So maybe that'll get edited out. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so big news coming up. Like I said, we're moving to a new location. Hopefully, get you some better content. Get uh, interviews with like real cool people. Um, I know there's a few people that I have lined up, and also. Um, maybe at the at the gun show, I'm gonna just say, "Hey, if anyone I meet is really cool, you know, has is a real credible person or has something to contribute to the show, I'll yeah. ask them to be a guest." Cool. Um, so th- that's pretty much the news and administrative stuff that's going on with the channel. Nice. Um, nice. Like I said, I hope this isn't uh, too low quality for everyone. But well, before we start, I'm gonna try and fix your mic.
0: Oh, before we move on. Okay. So everyone, y- you won't know, but I'm going to. Pause. Okay. And we're going to try and fix it. So Excellent. Stand by. Thank you, John. You didn't dock it correctly. I didn't dock it correctly. Um, okay. So what was that stuff you sent me about Biden's new... Oh, yeah. To get ban? right
1: into it, there's a lot of shit going on um, in the news the past few days. On okay. the 11th, the White House released... New guidance on what they want to do with uh, quote buy build shoot kits polymer eighty type guns eighty percent kits etc. Now mm. they don't have the 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 rule they don't have the power to make law, they can't redefine what a firearm is and they can't ban privately made firearms PMF as the PMFs as the ATF calls it. But what they're looking to do is ban these quote kits mm. that people can buy that they say are readily restorable to a firearm. Okay. It's not a firearm, but as they claim, or what they claim, is that in very little time, a person without a background, who, who wouldn't be able to pass a background check, can order one of these kits through the mail, complete it, and then have a fu- have a functioning firearm. I mean, Now, that, that is true. Yeah. They could, but also, they would be breaking the law. Right. And this is what it gets down to, is why punish law-abiding citizens for the actions of criminals? Right. And... This is where I have a big major issue with it. Now, also, what they can't do is ban them outright. Uh, From what I've read and from what it seems like, they're only going after kits that have everything together in it. So if you buy a polymer 80, and I'm just saying that is because that's kind of like the the Glock or the Band-Aid of whatever Mm. this is, you know, it's the ubiquitous name. If you buy a polymer 80 type frame, and then separately you buy a kit, is that okay? Is that not readily restorable? Is yeah. that not quickly assembled or whatever how they like right. to call it? Right. Um also they talk about split receiver frame firearms like ARs. So again, i touched about I touched on it before on the show that inherently the ATF and the government had got the definition of the firearm wrong in regards to the in, in regards to the AR fifteen. The lower receiver of an AR fifteen, by the letter of the law, is not the firearm. But That's what they've understood to be the firearm, and that's what we've based all our laws around. Um, There was a guy in California who was arrested for allegedly manufacturing firearms without a license, and he successfully argued that the lower receiver is not a firearm, that the upper receiver is, and so the case ultimately got tossed because they couldn't set precedent in order to get it out there that this guy, you know, they weren't firearms. But things uh with these kits so if you have an 80% kit with an AR lower or something like that AR 80% lower that's another thing that they're going to go after mm. the guidance on split receiver firearms isn't exact like are upper receivers still okay do they have to be serialized you have to go through a background check i don't know yet it's still that part is very ambiguous as they're focusing mostly on um it, unfinished uh, like handgun frames and receivers it seems like that's the ghost guns Ooh. "Quote unquote," that they're really going after. Um, they don't have the power to change law. They don't have the power to change what the definition of a firearm is. So they're going after these companies that are making these, and because there's nothing that they can do to um, change what a firearm is intrinsically. Right. So Biden and his anti-gun people and his anti-gun agenda. when well, I, I listened to the the speech he gave at the White House, um, and he keeps he keeps calling it the AFT. And I really want to laugh because I'm like, he did it twice. What's up with this guy? Because he's a, f- he's, I'm not going to say he's an idiot. He is just over the hill and he needs to just go back to Delaware and just sit on his front porch mm-hmm. and, and blast off two shotgun shells and just leave people alone. Kind of like your mic. Yeah, pretty much. Fucked up again,
0: but it's all right. All right. Um, well,
1: listen, <laughs> we're just going to, we're just going to keep trudging through my man. Yeah, we have. At this point, we're already too far in. So sorry, everyone. If hopefully you're (laughs) listening to both headphones instead of one, Um, it is what it is. We just wanted to get this content out there. Um, Basically, ghost guns are becoming a thing now that they're focusing in on. Yeah, they are. And uh, there was a shooting in the Bronx with a ghost gun. A 17 year old. When was that? This was the other day. A, a girl, an innocent bystander, was hit with a stray bullet oh, fired wow. allegedly from a ghost gun from allegedly a 17-year-old who had a rap sheet and also from the age of 12 and 13 were, was posting guns on social media mm. and running guns for gangs and all this. So it was a ghost gun. Yeah, it was. Hmm. It was an unserialized
0: firearm. Which yeah, I guess that means. Yeah, definition. but the ghost
1: gun is like the the term like assault weapon. It's yeah, just yeah, media yeah. buzzword. Right, right, right. But basically. So, so-
0: so it was unserialized, okay. yeah. But was it like the serial number was like
1: etched off? No. It, as far as I know, it was just an un-serialized firearm, oh, probably okay. made firearm. Oh, wow. But the whole thing is, he's seventeen. He has a history with with firearms, and now allegedly he might be tried as a juvenile. Mm-hmm. And the whole city's in an uproar because this girl was killed, right? And people had enough with with all the shit that's going on. Right? They're not. And Biden was like, "If you're, you know, if you commit a crime with a ghost gun, you're going to be held federally accountable." Well, I'd really like to see that, Biden. I'd really like to see criminals being prosecuted who use firearms in the commission of crimes. Yeah. I'd really like to see these depraved people cuz now also uh, auto sears for glocks are now a big problem too. Okay. I'm sure you've seen them they call them the, the slang for them is switches. Mm. So basically, it's a it's a device that attaches to the back of a Glock and allows it to be turned into a machine gun.
0: I've heard of them, but I've never like I've never seen one, but I've heard. Yeah, there
1: you find pictures of them online and stuff. But yeah. that's what happened in Sacramento in that shooting mm. that where those two groups of people. Originally, it was a mass shooting in the nation's capital, but then when you look at it. Happened at 2 in the morning. I'm like, all right, what kind of mass shooting happens at 2 in the morning? Then you learn it was an altercation between two groups of people. You see where this is going. Well, it met, it met the, the definition. Right. Three, and then whoa, you like, see. Three or more hit. Yeah, three, four or more injured or killed or something yeah, like that. Right. And then you see it was it was a, a, a an incident between two groups of people. And one person pulled out a um, a firearm that was illegally modified with an auto-seer Glock and started spraying bullets into the crowd. Try turning your mic down like this a little bit.
0: How's that? Yeah. Try, okay. Yeah, try talking like that. All right. So, yeah, I met the definition.
1: Yeah, so basically now these these criminals have had rap sheets. They weren't allowed to possess firearms. Uh, right. California is, you can't have fully automatic firearms in California. You can't modify a gun to make it fully automatic in California. You can't carry a pistol without a permit in California. So California already has all these laws in place, and yet this still happens. Right. So, again, the you know the argument is that, well, if these guns weren't, so out there if they weren't so easily available we wouldn't have these problems well we've had these problems before ghost guns and now we're having problems after these alleged ghost guns so guns haven't changed people have right I I tend to think it's a people problem I tend to think it might be socioeconomic. I tend to think that the past few years have been very hard on people and that now criminal with this alleged criminal justice reform and bail reform that's going on people aren't being held accountable and they're letting being let run wild Mm -hmm. Um the guns in my opinion aren't a problem. It just it really isn't. What do you think the solution is? I think the solution is you know, to well, target well, people that commit firearm crimes with firearms. Right. Prosecute them. To the fullest extent. Fullest extent. Also, you've you've had you have instances where people, oh, in the news. Oh, it's been known to law enforcement. Uh, this person's been known to law enforcement. Oh, he's he was like that shooting that happened in Brooklyn at that mall, like we spoke about in the past. Two 17-year-old kids, or a 19-year-old and a 17-year-old, they started shooting at people over an in- incident in a sneaker store. Mm-hmm. One of them was previously arrested in November of last year on a firearms charge and was let out on bail. And why? But it, you know, if he was arrested on a firearms charge, why was he let out without bail? You know, it's crazy,
0: man. I've, I've always grown up thinking like firearms crimes were, like, some of the worst crimes. And that people who, like, got caught with illegal firearms or, you know, used a firearm in the commission of a crime were, like, that's it. Like, you got arrested with a gun. You're in jail fucking, like, indefinitely. That's and not the it's case. it's just, like, as I get older, I realize... And I don't know if it's because... The laws have gotten more lax. I think that's part of it. I think that the n- laws
1: haven't gotten more lax. The enforcement of them has. They it's, would it's, rather it's if not, if they could the get you em- with a murder charge, they'll drop the gun charge.
0: It's not the enforce. It's not the enforcement. It's the prosecution. The, it's the prosecution. Well, that's what I meant.
1: The enforcement of the law, not the not the actual police enforcement of it, because trust me, like police officers, I'm sure they want to get people off the streets that are going to be problems that could kill people that can that sell drugs that are gang members that, you know, commit these crimes. And it's not the cops. It's really not. They're kind of hamstrung by what's going on above them, by prosecutors, by officials, by politicians, yeah. by the woke public that says, oh, you're a shitty person for trying to do your job. Mm-hmm. How dare you? Yeah, they really need to um,
0: really need to figure out how to I, I mean, they every time I see a politician talk, it's always this needs to stop. I don't know if you saw um, the press conference about that shooting in Brooklyn um, the other day, but
1: yeah, um, that was pretty tragic and horrific. Yeah,
0: I was, and I was watching the press conference on Facebook Live, and Governor Hochul came out and she kept repeating, "This has to stop. No more. No more. This has right. to stop." And I'm thinking to myself, "Well, you're, you have the opportunity right now to repeal the the bail reform laws right. that are allowing a lot of these people to, to 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 be free with no bail and." Get released on their own recognizance and come back for a court date that they never come back for, uh, most of the time. And you're here saying no more, no more. But but you're the person with all the power, right? So what what are you doing? And she even went as far as recently passing more, yeah, the eighty percent ban. Oh well, yeah, that too. More bail reform, yep, policy that widened, um, widened that, um. The ability for for criminals right. to to
1: basically be released. So I'm not sure what,
0: you know, it's all politics,
1: but right. And one argument I hear constantly about the ghost guns or guns in general is that. Oh, if only we had but but even Biden said it. Oh, if only we had universal background checks only if we had common sense gun legislation. I don't know what universal background checks would do for a gun issue. It wouldn't because a universal background check is only applicable to a firearm. If an unfinished frame or receiver is not a firearm, it can't be subject to background checks, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, I mean, they could just end up doing background checks for like lower, you know, 80% lowers.
1: At that point, though, what defines it as an 80% lower? What sp- defines it as a firearm? We we've spoke about this before. Yeah, right? 80% is a standard that they determine that any more, and it's technically a firearm. right? So you have to have, when it comes down to laws, you have to have a, a line. You have to have a standard mm-hmm. by of which course. it can be measured. Because otherwise, ambiguous laws are not laws. Of course. So 80% has what has been around for a long time. And you know, universal background checks won't, do anything because these criminals aren't going through them anyway
0: yeah well that's the whole thing i mean it's 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 silly but it's it's like every every tragedy every shooting is just more fuel more right you know fuel for the for the machine of it really is more gun control and you know it's it's weird that a lot of people um, subscribe to that because uh, it just seems like it's common sense that these people are going out killing people. Yeah. Murder is already illegal folks. Like I don't know if you realize that it's, it's like every time I have a I have a conversation or I hear somebody say like, Oh, we need more gun control. It's like, well, what's that really going to do? Right. Cause murdering people is still illegal. Shooting guns into the air
1: haphazardly, you know, shooting it, guns at people is illegal. Right. Possessing guns in certain jurisdictions is illegal. Right. Especially if you're a prohibited person, like a felon. And you mentioned before that,
0: who? who how old was that person? Seventeen. Yeah, the guy who, that who did this other this other shooting. Yeah, that he, you mentioned.
1: Yeah, a, a, a young girl, a sixteen year old girl was, girl was killed. a okay. Stray, just you know, okay. crossfire. But, and, but the shooter was, yeah, he was 17? seventeen.
0: Okay. Well, seventeen, you can't even possess a handgun right. legally. Right. So what? Do, you know, what's gun control really going to do? Are we going to make the you know even if you made you, even if you said you can't possess a handgun until you're 30, what's what's that going to do? You know right. what I mean? Like people who are 17, 15, 14, they're still going to get guns. Right. they're still going to do whatever they want to do because they're not following the laws anyway. They're still going to kill. It really,
1: people. in my opinion, it comes down to how society has changed. It comes down to morality of people. What kind of person can just take a gun and start shooting into a crowd of people? What kind of person carries a gun and knowingly? kills people, like, you know what I mean? How could you legislate that? How could you legislate morality? Well, you can't. Exactly. And I'm not saying That's already legislated I know, and I'm not saying that, oh, well, we can't do anything. No, there needs to be a change societally. I feel that a lot of this comes from the glorification of gang violence. I feel that a lot of this comes from pop culture. A lot of it comes from... And I'm not like one of these curmudgeons that says, I go, video games causes violence. No, no, no. I was going to say, do you believe
0: that video games cause violence? No, I don't.
1: I don't. But what I think is to young people who are in really shitty situations in life, if you're born into uh, systemic poverty, meaning you're, your mom's poor, your grandparents are poor, you're poor, you're living in a poor neighborhood, the schools don't give a shit about you, the politicians don't give a shit about you, and you see somebody who, let's just say... Like a Tony Montana type figure or a drug dealer or somebody who is, quote, successful or a a musician who drives a nice car, rap artist or, you know, rock and roll type guy, metal guy. You know, anybody that you see as a way out, but they don't live the most correct kind of life. And a lot of times in these really shitty neighborhoods, they're kind of seen as like the Robin Hood type person. Well, if that guy says, hey, take this gun, go shoot that person or go guard this block I'll give you more money than your mom could make in a month. Well, what are you going to do? And then the school doesn't steer you in the right path because they're so hamstrung, because they're so strapped financially, because they are dealing with problem kids who don't have any home guidance. They don't have any way to to have discipline instilled in them. So they just run wild. And I'm not saying it, it's, it, it happens all over no matter where you live. I'm just talking about a lot of these areas that are affected with systemic economic problems and i'm not all saying over it's the like country. it's all, all over, over the, the country. country i'm not saying it's one let's just say ethnic group or another i'm just saying in general you know it, it affects everyone man and when you're so when when you think oh well my this is the way my life is this is the way my dad is this is the way my brother is this is the way i am this is the way it's going to be and then someone hands you a gun and you got to go do what you got to do in your own mind and yeah. then that's what it is so how do you break that Colin Noir said it best. He he was talking about how it's it has to do with economics, it has to do with society, it has Mm -hmm. to deal with morality, and ultimately the gun is just the means that people do what they're going to do anyway. Right. So I mean, people get
0: stabbed too. Yeah. If you're a drug dealer,
1: if you're a drug dealer, you're going to deal drugs, and somebody, let's just say, infringes on your business. You, in your mind, have to say, "Oh, well, I got to go kill him." And I'm not saying that's that's right or wrong. I mean, I'm not saying it's I'm not saying it's right. What I'm saying is, in this person's mind, that's what they think. And these people that deal in these guns, they don't care what happens. Well, a
0: firearm becomes
1: something I believe that you need, right?
0: Because I think everyone needs a firearm personally. So there's, there's (laughs) right. But so you, let's say you grow up in a neighborhood that's not the best. Right. People around you have guns. You know they have guns. Right. You know people are involved in whatever they're involved in whatever illegal activity. Even some people who just, you know, they just feel like they need to have a gun in general. So let's say you, you know, you you get involved in, in selling drugs. What comes along with, with drugs? Guns. Guns, you know. So you need a gun because the other, you know, the guy on the other corner has a gun. Right. So you need a gun so you can protect yourself against that other guy. And you're and, already
1: dealing drugs, so you don't care about laws anyway.
0: Well, I don't know if it's, I, I don't know if it's yes and no. You know, I don't think... I mean, I mean I, in
1: your mind you think that you need to protect your life, which I think everyone does. Right. But the means in which you do it is not the way to go about it. Yeah. Obviously, I mean you there's just a place you where know,
0: there's I don't know if there's a lot of opportunity. You know what I mean?
1: I don't know if there's a lot of opportunity for, for young kids to I not think, get involved in that and I think there is if there's right guidance. Yeah, I think but there we've is. never we've never lived it. No, I know. I've never lived it. Right. But mm-hmm. what I'm getting at is you know Ben Shapiro once once said that you know statistically in the U.S., if you marry someone, you have a kid, and you at least graduate high school.
0: No, it was well, if it you, was yeah, if you graduate high school, don't get
1: don't have a kid before getting don't married. have a kid out of wedlock yeah. and get a full time job. Right, statistically,
0: statistically, you should not you should never be poor. poor. You right, should never be below. That's the what poverty the quote is. Under. Thank you. So, um, but is there a lot of opportunity? I mean, when you put when you have a city a massive city where there's more, so think about it, you know, on Long Island or upstate or in a rural place, you know, there's not that many people and there's, there's, it's almost like the jobs are equal to the amount of people. Mm -hmm. And then, let's say you go to a really big city where there's no more land, so you're just stacking hundreds and hundreds of people on top of each other. Are there enough jobs even? Are there enough programs? Are there enough jobs? I think there are. Is there enough money to be able to, haven't have that opportunity. You know, these are things that we've never lived through. I don't know.
1: I think there are. I just think it's also a issue of family dynamic. I think with a lot of times, you know, you see that, like for example, the shooter that um, allegedly killed that girl with the alleged ghost gun, the seventeen-year-old. Right. You know, in the news article, they said his grandpa said he was a good boy. Well, what it was, parents have to say. Are they in the picture? You know. I'm just saying that a lot of times, you know, a lot of this behavior can be remedied by a good fucking smack to the head by your parents or your grandparents. Maybe. Or maybe. other people in the community saying, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah. You're only hurting us. You're hurting yourself. You're going to get yourself killed. Right. But a lot of times these people are too afraid. Maybe. And I think that the gun is the easiest thing to blame. Rather than holding people accountable for their actions, rather than seeing the problems that we have as a society, yeah, well, I they have blame no, the gun. Yeah, I have no doubt that the gun is not,
0: is not the pinpoint issue i mean the gun is the is the tool by which the end result right occurs but what what is that what is that overall what's the what's the start of it you know that and that's what that's what we're talking about that's a tough thing and that's why i think we see a lot of a lot of programs that are really geared to the younger kids yeah especially in these big cities it's you see like police departments, they're opening up youth centers and things like that and investing a lot of money in their community. And they want, they're targeting the the younger kids because that that's, that's the age 14, you know, 13, 14, 15. That's the age where a lot of these kids get pulled out. And some, some of them don't even have an option. It's like their friends are involved and then their friends force them to get involved, start robbing people and and doing things like that. And, it, you know, that's where it starts.
1: That's why, to me, it's more of a societal issue rather than a gun
0: issue. It's definitely a societal issue. You know, I just wish there was more that could be done because that could really solve a lot of issues
1: down the road. You know? All it takes is for one person who has an illegal firearm to not shoot somebody. Oh, yeah. And you know what? It's just what it is, man. So villainizing the gun, it's only it, it doesn't solve the the core problem, I think. No, it doesn't solve No, and No, in my opinion... You're never going to get rid of guns. No, dude, you're d- never going to d- get rid d- of gun, guns. Guns are here, no matter... You, you can know. 3D print up a Glock frame right?
0: and... Right, that, but that's the whole thing. Like, you're never going to get rid of guns. They're here. They, they've been invented. Right. What might... Could the world be a better place without them? Maybe, but yeah. we, we'll never know. Right, we'll never know. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, no. you know, th- at this point, there's nothing... There's no amount of gun control that is legal anyway that is going to prevent people from getting from getting killed what you have to do is you have to unfortunately you have to target the people who are committing these crimes right and not only gun crimes but other crimes right. lead to gun crimes oh, yeah. robberies broken and, window and, theory man right and then what you have to do is you also have to it has to be a two-pronged attack i think you 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 go after those guys and you and you put them away for as long as you can right. full extent under the law and then what you do is you target that younger generation and show them that there's a better way Yeah. But we need to stop giving things away as well. We need to like (laughs) we need to be we need to be teaching the kids like, okay, you know, these social safety nets are not there. It's not that's not work. That's not the paycheck. The paycheck is you go to work, you get a job, you you make make money, you can rise yourself. Or you start
1: a business or you you know anything. People are smart, man. Oh, people yeah. in so, situations. You know what's
0: crazy, but you have all these people who are dealing drugs and whatever. You know, there is there is a entrepreneurial mindset. There is an aspect <laughs> of that that is business related, right? Yeah. So, like, why can't we be? Why can't we take these these kids who right. might start who up a co- business school or something exactly? Like, give them training. Like right now, um, which it's funny. Uh, you know, I told my wife when we when we start to have kids that um, when they're old enough to get a job, I don't want them to go work at McDonald's. I would rather you know if we if we had a, a boy send him to go be an apprentice you know for a plumber or send him to go be an apprentice you know learn a trade something yeah. like that right now there's not enough plumbers there's not enough electricians there's no. not there's not enough refrigeration people why are we not taking all these all these people who maybe they don't want to go to college and send them to a trade school yeah so you know show them that there's other things everyone's be, everyone's like basically taught you have to go to college you have to go to college you have to go to college no there's people who do refrigeration work that make $250,000 yeah. a year because there's them and one other person who do refrigeration right. work, and there's thousands of businesses. Every home has right. a refrigerator. Exactly. Every well, every building every, has a refrigerator. Every <laughs> every every every, com- every storefront that you walk in that yeah. sells any that sells anything perishable has right. big walk-in fr- refrigerators and freezers and delis and all this you know anything. Right. Those they need to be fixed, and there's a very specialized group of people. It's not you know not people who fix your your refrigerator downstairs. You know like the fucking Sears yeah, guy commercial type. But yeah. I mean that that's. Um, this is one well, aspect, you know, we we should be, right. tra- we should be training everybody to learn trades. Right.
1: I think that, yeah, so it, it's a societal problem. It's an economic problem. Yeah. It's, it's a problem of access. Yeah. And yeah. you know, they always complain about the disparity, the segregation of everything. You know, people are people. When you boil them down, no matter where they come from, no matter what they look like, they're people. We're all the same. So Everyone I think has the same opportunity of mindset in order to better themselves if they just make better decisions. Mm. Don't pick up a gun. Don't shoot somebody.
0: It's just hard. How do we get how do we you know how do you grab somebody right before they make that make that bad decision? That comes
1: down to the people that know these people best. If they're known to law enforcement, if they're on probation, if they were arrested But
0: known to law enforcement is after after they've already done you know, after they've already gone down that path, I'm saying, how do you stop that person from you're going down the path and there's a left and a right? How do you stop them from making the left and you guide them to make the right? You know what I mean? Yep. How, how do you do that? Some I think of that that's huge is personal issue.
1: responsibility. Yeah. And some of that is loved ones, friends, family. Yeah. And, you know, I'm very thankful that I had good parents and that, you know, I had opportunities in life. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I grew up in a in a good Neighborhood, a good place. You know, I mean, John knows my life story. It wasn't, let's just say, all roses. But, <laughs> right, right. but I had parents who loved me, and uh, even though they didn't love each other, so. <laughs> well,
0: I mean, you you turned out fine.
1: Yeah, my <laughs> wife says I'm surprisingly normal for the upbringing that I've had. Well, you're definitely not. Let me. Okay, you're, not, you're not normal. <laughs> you're not normal. No, I'm not normal. And I'm very you, proud. But of that. you, yeah,
0: but you, you know, you did it. They turned out all right. Yeah, I yeah. mean. <laughs> not everyone is going to be. It would have been easy
1: for me to blame my parents and act out and and all this shit, but I'm like, why? That's not, you know, what would that do for me, right? So, um, speaking of everything that's going on in the gun world, um, we we touched on it earlier that that subway shooting in Brooklyn. Um, it's pretty wild what happened, especially because it was the day after that they announced all these things with gun control and 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 everything. Which I, you know, I'm not a conspiracy guy, but it's just like really a day after, like you had to do this, dude. Mm-hmm. Um allegedly he had a handgun a Glock. They said he allegedly fired 33 shots, wow. which means he had three New York capacity magazines or he had one uh Glock 18 33 <laughs> round hand, handgun magazine. Um it was premeditated. He knew exactly what he was doing and allegedly this person on YouTube was having rants about the mayor, homelessness, crime, everything. Um you know, he's alleged to be a New York native, but is like living in like Wisconsin or some shit like that. Yeah, I have no um, idea. they're all they're looking for him now, and I hope they catch him alive. And I hope he is prosecuted. Like, uh, a te- I think it was an act of terrorism. I really do. I think that when you decide to incite fear and chaos, throw smoke bombs or have explosive devices in a subway in a mass transit system, and based on your premeditation of it, I think that falls
0: into terrorism in my opinion. It was definitely a mass shooting.
1: It was definitely a mass shooting. Um, and like I said, depending on what they can prove with it, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, those those Sarnev brothers bombed the Boston Marathon and they're terrorists. Right. You know, and they had well, to shoot out with
0: cops. It's going to, at and, the end of the day, whatever they find, when eventually when they find this person and when they go through his things, his laptops, yeah. notes, then they'll be able to pinpoint, okay, yeah. was this an act of terror? Was this, you know, I mean, in my, my opinion, I else. think it is. Well, just because it was f- weird and freaky and happened in transit, well, and there was smoke grenades. Doesn't mean it was a terrorist attack. It well, just there was explosives. There it was is... no. They said there was none in the. They said there was no explosives in the in the. Um, what's it called? I, like I was saying before, I watched the press conference. Oh. They said there was no explosive device.
1: Oh, okay, I thought he detonated explosive devices.
0: I think. The, I think that people just, just got, got smoke confused. Grenades. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's, you know, yeah. there was no explosive. I, I would say, yeah, I mean, if you start to add in explosives and things like that, then yeah you can get into the terrorist aspect. But
1: I also think it's a motivation behind it, too. You well, know, yeah. For gonna, example. Well, that's
0: what I'm saying. They're going to have to figure out what the motivation yeah. was.
1: Yeah. For example, you know, um, domestic terrorism takes on all forms. Of course. Whether it's race related, whether no matter what you use, you know, um, allegedly this person's a black male, which, you know, I'm sure surprised a lot of people on the left, but. You know, uh, I don't know. I mean, terrorists are
0: typically white guys, <laughs>
1: allegedly, especially when <laughs> firearms are involved. You know, a yeah. mass shooting. Yeah. Really? I mean, With domestic like white terrorists. De-
0: domestic terrorists are white white dudes mostly. Well, a lot of. I mean, yeah. mass I would, mass shooters in general, are generally white. guys. Generally,
1: yeah, that's crazy. I um, I have a really funny thought. As soon as I saw this, there's a there was a comedian by the name of Patrice O'Neill. And oh yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Rip. He was. He's one of my favorite people that I've ever listened to. Uh, I listened to a lot of him on the Obi Anthony Show. he he had a bit that he did about remember that DC sniper. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And everybody, he's like, you know, it had you know, crazy white guy written all over him, mm-hmm. and the joke was, he, he basically was well, it a white guy? No, he uh-huh. boiled it down to, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of censor because I don't you know he he's, he used some more colorful language. But he's like, basically it all boils. it, 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 it all boils. They, they thought it was some you know in, intelligent, smart white guy who was eluding the police and this master you know sniper and everything, but really it just boiled it down to it's a brother in a Buick. Hmm. <laughs> he Is used a different word No, but he used a different word than brother, let's just say. but it was just the comedic effect of like the, the media pictured him to be this one thing, but really it was just a brother in a Buick. Right. And he made a joke how when he told that joke, They made him bleep Buick and not the other Mm -hmm. word because they didn't want Hmm. Buick or whatever they didn't want you know that to get a negative connotation. He's like, really, you make me bleep Buick, but not the other word. So I just, I just that's the first thing I kind of thought of with that. How the media, I I think a lot of people originally thought it might have been one way, but then it's another, which really just goes to show you that societally, like I said, I
0: didn't hear anyone say that it was either way until until they put out a description. I didn't hear any I mean I didn't really No watch there was any. nothing
1: official but just
0: Well I didn't hear any news say oh it's a white person or the suspect Well is... some
1: news outlets recorded it, reported it as a five foot five man. Some some news outlets reported it as a five foot five black man. Um I just think that some people might tread carefully because it's a black guy. Okay. You know, just in my opinion. They don't put that in as a you know
0: well, I mean, like I said, mass shooters are generally Right. Statistically, if it's a mass shooter, you're looking <laughs> at a white guy. You're looking for a, a white guy for yeah. sure. And the same thing School with that Sacramento, too, bro. School the same shooters. thing with that Sacramento, what is, California what is it shooting. With, why why do why do white people like to do mass shootings and fucking I don't know, shoot the left. schools? <laughs> I'm asking you as a white guy.
1: Ah, uh, well you're you're white you white too, bro. Um you know what? I just think it's
0: it's just it's just bizarre when when you look at like well st- they're
1: publicized it, they're I think it's exposed more for example there's a lot of violence that happens at inner city schools where the population might be predominantly black or Hispanic but you know a kid brings a gun to school it's not a mass shooting but there's a potential for it you know there,
0: I mean there's there's plenty of there's you you could read the news in you know what a, what a, Chicago where they always put out the the stats yep. and Chicago Sun Times weekend about, violence yeah, report yeah there's always like. Shootings where like four or five people get shot, they never really classify. Yeah, it's, it's, a mass class- shooting every it's weekend, classified bro. as a mass shooting, but it's not publicized. But when you, obviously when you get into like, you know, schools being shot up and shit like that, that's right. obviously gonna get pushed pretty hard. That's right. a tragedy. I just think that I mean this is a tragedy too. It is. I hope I hope they catch the guy. And like you said, I, really I hope do. they catch him. I hope they catch him alive and I hope I hope they prosecute yeah. him to the fullest. I think it's along.
1: terrorism. Um, you know, just my opinion. Yeah. Just based on what he intended to do. Incite terror. He just didn't go on a subway. Oh yeah, and just yeah. start shooting people. He had a gas mask. He lit off smoke grenades. Well, he they, said in chaos. The, yeah,
0: they said in the press conference it's not being
1: investigated as
0: a uh, terror incident at this time.
1: But I, I, well, they say t- terror. Like I guess the literal definition of terror is like politically motivated or uh, religiously motivated. A terrorist attack is some. Uh, I, I well, they the, say it's alleged. Like I said, the definition of a terrorist attack is a political or religious motive. Um, it, it has political or, or religious motives behind it could also be racial as well I don't know um are you are you googling it now
0: yeah it's it, it, it has nothing to do with race oh the unlawful use of violence and intimidation especially against civilians in the pursuit of political aims so it is political so well when so when this guy when they investigate this guy they go through his things and yeah. whatnot then they'll see was this attack but yeah. they have to they really are, they would have to really Really tie because you can have you can have political. I'm not I'm not saying that this person that this wasn't a terrorist attack. I'm not obviously defending someone who who shot. Uh, I think it was ten people. Yeah. Well, now it's up more. Well, he shot ten people and injured. But, but the total like casualty was sixteen. Yeah. And that includes smoke inhalation, things like that, shrapnel wounds, mm. whatever shrapnel from like it could be because I, I remember what they were saying on. Um, they were talking about shrapnel and, like, they were asking, well, was there a bomb? And they said, no, but it could be ricochets. You know, it could be people, you know, fell and scraped their leg. Right. That's considered, like, shrapnel. I guess that's how they classified yeah. it. But, um, it, um, you know, they would really have to link that attack to a political something
1: or other. Yeah. You know,
0: yeah. they would have to say, in the, in, you know, kind of like, kind of like the September 11th attacks, right. that attack was because of politics oh yeah wholeheartedly he, he would bro. Have to say, <laughs> same thing with timothy
1: McVeigh in oklahoma city right, but
0: they would have to say this particular attack was right because of some political whatever or political mm-hmm. blame or whatever right i think that that might unless he wrote that specifically yeah. that might be hard to do yeah they, i think i'm gonna be real with you this is probably just gonna get chalked up as a as a horrible tragedy and as just you know a, a mass shooting that's just what do it's you think do.
1: they're gonna try and charge him federally
0: if they catch him alive, hopefully they the feds were involved. Yeah. They were talking about how the feds were giving a lot of support. Um, the Joint Terrorism Task Force I, I saw in the press conference was there. Um, uh, the ATF was there involved and they are yeah. giving all there. And especially this guy came from another state. Allegedly. Right. That's what they, yeah, that's he what rented a
1: van, a U-Haul van from out of state. Well,
0: there you go. Now you, you're across state lines. I hope. Hopefully, they. I, I think the feds probably will. They usually yeah. take stuff like that. Yeah, usually. And the feds do a very, very good job. So hopefully, he gets a very long conviction. Hope, hopefully. hopefully, he gets a life sentence or, or more. You know, so he can't come out and do this again. No, I hope.
1: I hope he he gets a life sentence as well. Yeah. It just you know it just doesn't help gun rights advocates when something like this happens because no, of of immediately. Uh, well Governor Hochul came out
0: like I said and said, no more, no more, no more okay well, well what are you doing you know what are, you, you're, you're you're allowing people to to do this you know is this right. is this a long term is this a long- term plan by the Democrat Party's you know hive mind that, that they yeah. seem to have where where oh like everyone just agrees collectively subconsciously that we have to reduce bail ref- we have to do all these bail reform laws to let all these violent criminals out so they do do more crimes with guns. Yeah. Why would you put? Possession of a firearm on the no bail list. Yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. No bail list. And I remember years ago when when they signed it. I guess it's probably like two years ago. Yeah. right. Yeah, about two. Or when three they years. signed it, possession of a firearm on school grounds was was a no bail offense. What I are know. you thinking? I know. Like the, you, every time something horrible happens in a school, we talk about banning guns. But now, if someone brings a right. on, a gun on school property, you want to let them out the same day? It makes no sense, man. Yeah, it absolutely. Like, and what, what, are the, what are
1: we doing? Right. And that's just politicians, that's weak district attorneys, that's just people who don't want to enforce laws we have. Well, the,
0: Well, yeah, I mean, it comes down to poor laws. Yeah. The district attorneys are bound by these laws. They're not going to violate the law. Right. And then, on top of that, when they can hold people and they can prosecute to the fullest extent, most of the times, or a lot of the times, they don't.
1: Yeah. So. Yeah. It's a real shame, man. And it, like I said, it kind of puts us back with the whole gun rights, with our rights and... um. Eric Adams a while ago when the whole Supreme Court thing happened was saying how he doesn't want he doesn't want people to be able to get guns. He doesn't want them on subways because there's 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 a lot of people there is. But, you know, what? at the same time, I'm sure if somebody on that subway had a firearm or maybe one or two people, it would have had a really different ending than what we're dealing with. I mean, he
0: may not even have done it because maybe because he would have, you know, maybe I don't I don't see a world where, to be honest, where people like. You know, some place like New York City, as densely populated it is, that the city just allows when you know when you get down to smaller municipalities, they have more and more control. So I, I don't, I, I don't see a world where they are just where everyone's just going to be. Hey, if you're legally allowed to have a gun, we're just going to let you carry. I, I just don't see it. Now. Well, I really if they
1: have it. a permitting process like they do, to where I mean, New York City is one of the strictest handgun right. firearms laws in the country. Right. If you're allowed to possess a firearm in New York City. And you've gone through everything. You've gone through all the hoops. You've gone through the background checks, the renewals, the this, the that. Why shouldn't you be able to be able to carry yeah, it?
0: Yeah, why shouldn't you is different than I don't see them allowing well, it.
1: Well, again, if the Supreme Court says if they don't have a reason to not be able to carry one or be able to possess one, it's a right. Just because you live sure, in a densely also po- populated area doesn't mean you give up your rights. Y-
0: no, I understand that completely. But when you get down to these smaller municipalities, they have more and more control over things like that. That's why they have things like permits for rifles, uh, for uh, shotguns. You, you right. can't have a you can't have a shotgun in New York City without a permit.
1: Right. But once you get that permit and you possess that shotgun, you're not. I don't think one of the problems
0: that. No, I understand that. But I'm saying that's not how. That's not how the city sees it. Right. You know but what I'm the like, city not... can't
1: stop you from owning a firearm. They just put all these roadblocks in the way. Yeah. And they'll, so, they'll just come up with more and more roadblocks. Well, but ultimately, the end goal has to be they have to allow you to somehow. And if they say they'll, they will regulate the shit out of it. Yeah, so they regulate the shit out of it. But at the, at the end of the day, a normal law abiding citizen who goes through the whole process can get one. And that whatever roadblocks they're going to put up, it's your right.
0: And I could I could see these roadblocks being okay if you even got yeah. if you even got a speeding ticket, you know, that shows a disregard for the law, you, you aren't yeah. allowed to have a permit. And you know what? And You're then, gonna have to have such a squeaky, clean, never had police contact ever. A lot of people haven't. You know? Yeah, I know, but I'm just saying like a lot of people have. And I'm not talking about they're criminals. I'm talking about you know, you had yeah. a you had an argument with your wife, and somebody and, and yeah. a third party person called, and in New York State, they have to do uh, a, a report for that. Yeah, if your name's on their report, they're going to use it. They're yeah. going to say, "Oh, well, you know what? You have a history of potential potential domestic violence. You're not you. You know that that's a reason why we're not going to permit you. Or right. you have you have a speeding ticket. Okay, well, guess what? You and have a you know speeding what? ticket. At that point, that's a, that's a blatant disregard for
1: the law. At that point, then going forward, I think that hopefully there will be some lawsuits going on just to say, look, this is ridiculous. Yeah. And yeah, then, you're right. They're, they're yep. going to make it as difficult as possible. Yep. But what then, I'm getting at is all these people that were on the subway that was attacked and then the mayor previously said, you shouldn't be able to have a gun on the subway. It's too crowded, this, this, and this. Well, this person illegally brought one on and illegally started shooting yeah. people. Well, what they'll probably
0: people. do is say, you can't have guns on subways, which but they
1: can do. I mean, you, it's public transit.
0: So? It's public. It's not that private. That doesn't matter. You can't bring a gun onto federal court, uh, federal property court. You can't bring a gun onto postal service grounds. That's
1: mm-hmm. all. That's fucking, federal. But I'm saying it's public property. But you can't, and you can't do it. It's a public transit system. So. So a city that relies with heavily on public transit, mm-hmm. you can't stop people from that. They, I I think, in my opinion. Can. They absolutely can. And they will. 100%. I don't. I mean. Well, you, first of all, even as of right now, you could bring a gun on a subway. Like if you're a city resident and mm-hmm. you're going to and from a gun store, to right. and from a shooting range. Well, they
0: say you, they'll just say you can't carry, a, you, you can't carry your gun, you can't put it on your person and carry it. it. Let's let's say they give you a carry permit, there'll be exceptions. I mean, there's exceptions here.
1: Well, yeah, for some things, yeah. That's just but the way it is. I think and, then that'll be a big lawsuit because you you have to you know you have to argue that it's. It's a public transit system. Mm-hmm. It's a way that the city moves and operates. Right. The person will have to show that my constitutional right, that this permit I have, is being infringed upon yep. because you won't let me use the subway system yeah. with my I'm firearm.
0: Just, I'm just saying it's one of the tactics. No, that, I know. That, they'll that they'll, they'll try everything, and that's what he right.
1: said. He's like, we're going to make it as difficult as possible to get the gun, and that's what he said literally on his quote when he was on The View. Hmm. Um, I just think he's going about it the wrong way. I think that he should be in support of people who go through the process, who are not the problem, who who have these permits that are very difficult, and very expensive to get, that are very time-consuming, that take years to get. Mm-hmm. He's, these are not the people that he needs to worry about. And he lumped in... That was my biggest problem when he made these statements on The View and all these news outlets was that with, about the Supreme Court case. He was lumping in the criminals with the law-abiding citizens. Mm-hmm. He doesn't think anyone should bring a gun on a subway, whether you're a criminal or a law-abiding citizen. Mm-hmm. Again, this guy... The other day did. He committed mass shooting on a subway. Right. So, again, why is, you know, he, he brought a gun on the subway. Is he going to be lumped in with, you know, a single mother who works in a, in a shady neighborhood, who lives in a shady neighborhood, that has to take the subway, who wants a, a, a firearm to protect herself? Mm-hmm. You know, he's putting those two people in the same category, I right. feel. It's just ridiculous, man. <clears throat> and unfortunately, now, with everything that's coming down the pipeline, any little thing that happens... Uh, the the mass shooting in Sacramento, the this this shooting that happened on the subway, any uh, the girl that was killed with an alleged ghost gun, you know anything that happens now is just going to be fucking blown up and amplified. It always has been used against. It always us. has been. It I always know. has been, and it's ne- and it's never not going to happen. It's just always going to happen. Well, they're now talking about changing regulation or interpretations of regulations, which isn't law, and that's the scary thing, and. I know Gun Owners of America and Firearms Policy Coalition, I think, are suing, uh, are going to plan to sue the Biden administration once this all comes out, which is good. I have to really get on uh, a Gun Owners of America membership. Yeah. They seem to be the only, like, I get calls from the NRA. I'm an NRA life member. I get calls all the time from the NRA. You like, pay yearly for that? No, I paid one time fee, and I'm um, a life member. What is the fee? It's like um, 100 bucks? No, a while ago it was, they had like a special. It was like a half off special. It was $500, but mm-hmm. this was years ago and normally it's like $1000 or they do like installment payments but at the time it was like a promotion they were running it was like $500 become a life member I'm like okay and this was a long time ago before all this shit came out with Wayne Lapierre and the mismanagement of funds and everything I get calls from them all the time and I, I you know I either don't pick them up or I just say look like I feel you, you know and it's it's a call lady it's, it's it's somebody in like a call center it's not like the NRA calling from their headquarters I know this but I say you know I'm a life member. I'm not going to donate anything more because I feel that you guys aren't putting us first as members or putting our rights first. And she's like, the ladies, you know, the people. Usually the ladies. I say ladies. They're just like, okay, I understand. Thank you for your time, Mr. Stern. But Gun Owners of America is out there, and I looked up a membership. It's twenty five bucks for the year. I'm going to sign up. They're they actually are suing in New York. I saw advertisements on Reddit and everything that they're looking for plaintiffs who want to possess standard capacity magazines in New York and Nassau County, Suffolk County. I think we talked about this previously. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're looking to sue the state. And, you know, the NRA hasn't done jack shit in New York, I feel like. So these organizations now, these more grassroots organizations are going out there and suing the administration, suing the governments that repress our rights, in my Mm -hmm. opinion. So I think that's a great thing that they're they're doing. And, um, you know... I think also just everyone needs to be more educated. Everyone needs to get out there and talk with people more, explain why, hey, this mm-hmm. isn't about the guns. This isn't about, you know, they, they want to take your guns. Yeah, but it there's other problems. Talking to right. people, getting out there, talking to your friends and family, and hopefully that'll just spread, you know? Mm-hmm. That's why I think it's more of a people issue, and a societal issue, mm-hmm. and morality issue, right. than right. it is a gun issue. Mm-hmm.
0: <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, it's always going to be that. Right, right. The gun doesn't say to you, unless you have a, a fucking mental illness, doesn't look at you and go, hey, pick me up and start shooting people. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, pick me up and put me in your mouth. <laughs> yeah, but it does start, you know, it starts right. at the those lower levels in life. You know, it starts when you're a kid. Right. You right. know, it's... Oh, I, I saw Eric Adams was trying to ban some type of music. Did you, you see drill music or something? I don't even know what the hell drill music is. I have no is. idea. That's bizarre. I've never... I don't know. It I just popped into my head. But, um, yeah, I don't know, because we were talking about Eric Adams and we are just talking about young... young people i have to look that up what the fuck i have now i have to look this yeah he's
1: gonna look that up um yeah i have no idea that's like bloomberg back in the day tried to ban the large sodas and everything it's these politicians that think they know what's what's best for you um they think oh and that's another thing too because this alleged subway shooter had made statements allegedly targeted at Mayor eric adams they beefed up his security there was a news article about i think i shared it to our facebook page but you know, it's the same thing with Bloomberg. He gets his security beefed up, yet all those people on the subway had no security. All those people on the subway didn't have means to um, defend themselves or anything against a crazed
0: criminal. So this is uh, from The Guardian. I don't know what The Guardian, I don't know. if they're, I think it's a UK paper. I don't know if they're left or right. I think they're left-leaning. It says, this is, okay, so it says, Eric Adams meets, meets with the drill rappers whose music he wants to ban. New York City mayor appeared to blame the music scene for recent shootings, but now says he wants to work with the artist to address gun violence. So, yeah, Apa- they're probably in the
1: music, they're probably talking about shooting at motherfuckers. Maybe. <laughs> maybe, but... I know, you can't so bad music. You can't it's fucking, free speech. Dude,
0: it's expression. Free you can't fucking... Free speech, my man. Right. And, Eric and, Adams, it is free and, speech. And we were saying before that, we everyone understands that free speech isn't unlimited or isn't absolute, but you really, you're going to... Most you, of it you is. You can't... You can't ban song, music. Like, right. that. the fuck? Like, you can't do it. Yeah. And you also really, you really can't really blame music for someone picking up a gun and shooting somebody. No. That's, you that's really can't. just I because mean,
1: they were out of options. Like, right. literally, like, like, back in that's the day like, when they tried to say that music was satanic and everything. Well, yeah, that's, like, that's like
0: naming, uh, what, like, Slipknot. Okay. Yeah. That would be like saying, well, Slipknot is violent music and it causes people to, you know, attack people and beat right. them or shoot them. Like, no, it just, it doesn't make fucking yeah. sense. I've listened to plenty of Slipknot in my time and I've it's never people. fucking hurt anyone. <laughs> you know, yeah. I've never laid hands on a fucking, on, on anyone.
1: Yeah. So. It's just people, my man. Right. It's a people problem. It really know. is. Um, I just, you know, we, we kind of go in circles about yeah. this, but, um, it's just going to be an issue going forward. Now, ghost guns, unfinished frames, and receivers yeah. in New York. I we'll believe April twenty sixth is the last day. Oh, that's a uh, well. April twenty sixth is the last day for uh, un- un-serialized frames and lowers in the state to become serialized. After that, you know, you have to get it serialized by a gunsmith or whatever. And they're legal. Um, oh, they passed that law. Oh yeah, it was passed uh, earlier this year. The modification. Yeah. So. Oh, no,
0: it's only for no. It's not. It's only for the. For the finishing this, the the yeah the eighties yeah finishing eighty percent okay because so, the other part of that was that they if you even assembled the yeah no cars, I don't okay. think
1: that's I don't think that's part of that right. th- yeah so also in this Biden just a side note in this Biden uh, policy change or whatever they said that if you make a privately made firearm and sell it to a licensed dealer then that or a pawnbroker that dealer then has to put a serial number on it but last I heard manufacturers put serial numbers on things not. Gunsmiths or dealers because they're two different FFLs Mm -hmm. the manufacturing FFL is different than just a dealer and firearms. So, you know, I don't know how they're gonna do this. They would have to rewrite law They would have to rewrite what an FFL is they would have to you know And again Congress makes laws not the president. So what any gunsmith can just stamp, you know, Smith one two three on a gun Okay so what's stopping some other guy from stamping Smith one two yeah. three on a gun? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it makes, makes no database sense. Database would have to be a manufacturer real fast. has to make has to put certain information on a gun. They have to put a serial number, a ma- uh, the manufacturer serial number, where the gun was made, and a caliber. Yeah. So, uh, is a gunsmith going to do that? No, a gunsmith's not a manufacturer. In certain cases, gunsmiths don't even need an FFL. I think that the way
0: this will probably go, and maybe even like the better, the best option long run. Would just be to serialize those unfinished receivers just right out the right. gate. Right,
1: but the, but the problem with that is, if that what they want to do is if you serialize an unfinished frame or receiver, let's just say Polymer eighty, Polymer eighty, I don't think. Well, certain companies don't. If you make if you don't make firearms, you don't need an FFL. Right. So if you're a company that just makes eighty percent, then you don't, you don't need, need an FFL. FFL. Right. But if you start serializing things, now you're a manufacturer. Now you need an FFL. Also all the, the stuff that you already have in inventory needs to be serialized, mm-hmm. and everything going forward needs to be serialized. Sure. And on a polymer handgun, there's uh, there's certain rules about putting serial numbers on. There needs to be a metal plate in there. There's, mm-hmm. there's certain things. So again, you're talking about to a company with, that doesn't have a manufacturing license, is not a manufacturer. Now all of a sudden it is a manufacturer, mm-hmm. but they're not making firearms. So right. again, what's the definition of a firearm? Right. We need to define things. This is how law right. works.
0: Sure. But I mean,
1: there's serial numbers
0: on a lot of things. You know, yeah. I mean, I mean, they like, for example, you know, vehicle manufacturers are required to serialize a vehicle, right? Yeah, but they are a
1: manufacturer of vehicles, right? If well, you what I'm saying, let's
0: like, okay. So let's say you are a manufacturer and you're manufacturing an item that's end end destination will become a firearm of some sort. They could definitely say, well, you have to serialize it in some way, some sort of number.
1: But at the same time, if they're not a manufacturer, they're not required to serialize. But that's what I'm getting at. So they'll, well, they, they sell, they sell a I'm product. Saying. They don't know what the people are going to do with it. You, well, if you can, you're, well, okay, well, that's there's plausible. That's it. like saying, well,
0: really? Again, if you're going to buy a polymer 80, you're telling me you're going to buy it and not turn it into a firearm?
1: But again, that's, that's not, like
0: saying you bought a pair of socks. What's the most likely intended use for that?
1: You're going to put them on your fucking feet.
0: I was going to say something else, but. Yeah, no, not for you, but That
1: don't work. <laughs> um, no, but what I'm getting at is it's not the company's responsibility you know about what happens afterwards. Yeah, I know. Just like how Biden wants, to but they end can the- they
0: could make it the company's not responsibility to what happens in the end, but they could say to the company or they could write law whatever they want to do, saying okay if you're manufacturing an item that's end result, whether you are finishing it, you're selling it to be finished, and someone's buying it to be finished, the end result will be a firearm.
1: It needs to be serialized. But then in that case manufacture a serial number of firearms. That's what I'm getting at. The way the law is written, and the only way to change that it's, is to rewrite law. Yeah, they'll change which it. Which the president can't do. No, but the, but Congress, Again, will. Congress He's, has the power to. Right. But will it go through?
0: Now, can a regulatory agency require serialization of any? Not not because it's a firearm, but because it's a product that they just say Ooh. no.
1: The ATF is involved. Is they are forced. They are in law enforcement. It they doesn't have. have to, it doesn't have to be the ATF. Well. At Department of Justice. Because you're telling me it's not a firearm. It could be any, it
0: could be any any regulatory agency that that monitors consumer goods can well, say, okay, these, this this item needs to be serialized just as just like a car needs to be serialized.
1: Just like the ATF is involved in regulating firearm manufacture in this country. There's no like underwriters but it's, but, laboratory but it's for not, firearms. But it's not it's not a firearm, you just told me, right? right?
0: So it could be technically regulated. The argument can go both way. You're telling me they can't regulate it because it's not a firearm. But they would be the ones that would have to regulate it because it's a firearm, not a firearm. So what is it? So I'm saying it could be a regulatory agency just like with vehicles. So, they so want you're going to make.
1: So they're going to create a regulatory agency just to regulate ghost guns. What's the regulatory agency that requires VIN numbers on cars? That's the Department of Transportation. That's the. Yeah, I think it's the Department of Transportation. Okay. Also, I mean, that's just for cars manufactured for sale to the general public. If you True. make your own car, you don't need to put a VIN number on it unless you're right. going to put it on the road. Mm-hmm. So, Well, if you're going to put it on the road, what right. else are you going to do with it? Well, drive it. If you have 200 acres, you could just drive it around your 200 acres. Yeah. You know, if, you're, if it's a race car mm-hmm. and you're going to just race it on a track, it's not public roads. So you mm-hmm. don't need to put a VIN number mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. So again, no matter what the intended purpose is. So if you build a car for the road or for the off-road use, it's still a car, just like with a gun. If you have a frame of a car or a frame of a gun, but ultimately, it's going to be a car or a gun. But it depends on how it's going to be used. That's a big deal. So, it it. it well, the end use for a firearm is always going to be the same. It's a firearm, but right. if it's not manufactured by by a company, right? But what I'm saying you, is, if you finish the firearm, you are the manufacturer, right? So that again, the way they can write the law is that anybody who manufactures a privately made firearm has to put a serial number on it. That's what they could do. They can make a law that says that. So that way, if the company makes a not a firearm frame or receiver, and then you, let's just say, buy it, not right. you, but somebody buys it and then makes it into a firearm, mm-hmm. they can make a law that says, okay, you could still make a firearm. We're not prohibiting that. It just has to have a serial number on it. You have to stamp a serial number on it. Mm-hmm. Just right. like if you were to sell that privately made firearm. Right. You have to put a serial number on it, technically. You can't sell a firearm that you made yourself without a serial number. That's a federal law already. Mm-hmm. So, again, they could change the law to say, okay, anytime you make a, a privately manufactured firearm, you have to put a serial number on it. But if you, if you you know, but now you don't have to. So I think that would be an easy law for them to pass to get through. I don't agree with it, but if that's what they want to do, that would be a much easier way to do it than have all these manufacturers not manufacturers, manufacturers. Like it, there's just too much chaos in that. So ultimately, if the end, if you're saying the end result is that it's going to be a firearm, then that person who manufactures that has to put a serial number on it. That would be an easy way for them to keep track of "quote unquote" ghost guns. I, I don't think agree the, with it. I think but... the
0: easiest way would just be able to tell the company serialize it. That way, if they ever need to trace it, they just ask the ask the this, the
1: company who did you sell it to. Just well, like what
0: just like what they do now with. If they really want to trace it back, they can go to the gun shop and say, who did you sell this gun to? And well,
1: they... you know, we're kind of going in circles, but like my last argument on that is, well, it's not a firearm. I don't have to serialize it. You know? Right. It's no, just. Well, I know that. But... <laughs> you know, and then uh, at the same I'm... time, if you have a 0% AR lower, let's just say you have a zero, just a, a block of aluminum. If the end result is going to be a firearm, do you have to serialize that block of aluminum? Okay, if
0: it's if, it, if it's if it's being sold as and is in the packaging of its c- intended purpose, and you can treat things differently like that, and I'll get to it in a second. Well, you have saying, to prove intent. Okay, if you're okay, if I'm going to sell you a block of aluminum on my website that is that sells eighty percent lowers and all mm-hmm. this other shit, and I'm going to say, hey, buy this zero percent. It's a block of aluminum. You're sell I'm selling it to you, and you're buying it with the With the expectation that you're going to turn it into a firearm down the line. So they would serialize the block of aluminum and you can't, but you can treat things differently like that because diesel fuel is a, is a good example, right? Diesel fuel is also the same shit that goes into your home heating oil tank. And the only difference is one gets taxed one way because it's used on the road and the other one doesn't get taxed that way because it's used in your home. Right. So they can pick and choose how they want to fucking do things. They've done it in the past. It's not out of the realm of possibility, and it's it's not like
1: there's no precedent about shit like that. That is true. I just think that you, you're going to create – it's going to be harder to pass certain things that way sure. than just to say, you know, like I said
0: – I think if they're looking at it from what's easy to pass, I, I think that it's harder to require a private individual to say you're going to have to – Think about it. If you want, if you and I both build a gun, you build one and I build one, and we both want to serialize it, we can't just stamp whatever we want. If we would have to probably call a number, wait on the fucking phone, so the, well that so would be registration. Seri- so the serial number. Well, they could just issue you a serial number, so it's not the same. You know how do you? Because well, you that can't would, have you can't have a gun. Then you'd two. have
1: to get. That's a registry, my man. You can't have. Then that serial number is to you an individual. That's a registry. You can't have a registry on a well, federal well, level.
0: Well, no, I'm not saying that you have to give a name. You're just saying, hey, you know, well, I need if they want to number.
1: trace it, then they have to. If they want to be able to trace these ghost guns, well, that's
0: well, that's my point. That's why I'm saying it's it's. You're saying it's the best the best way to do it for gun owners would be just tell them to put a serial number on it. Well, but the best way for them to to be able to quote trace it and find out who it went to would be to tell the to tell the the, the manufacturer of the actual part serialize it.
1: Yeah, I don't agree with that. Like I said, I just think it's it's either a gun or it's not. Either you're a manufacturer or it's not. Once you try to say something is something that isn't, then laws really just don't apply anymore. Well,
0: I'm not saying that they're gonna make they're gonna say it that is a gun.
1: Well that's the way they're trying to treat it. They're trying right to now, treat an unfinished right now, frame yes. or receiver as a firearm. Right now, yes. But, but what I'm saying is
0: technically if, not. No, I I understand that, but I'm saying if they really wanted to push the issue, they could just say you're not going to call. You're not going to get a background check to have it. But I'm saying they could tell them to serialize it, and then they can say, you know, if it's being sold with the intent to be turned into a firearm, then it has to be serialized. I'm not saying you're going to have to go through a background check to get it.
1: That's what they because want.
0: Because I know that's what they want. <laughs> but we're talking about two separate
1: things. Right. I just... It's it's so convoluted and so... They want no guns. <laughs> right. They want no guns. Right. They'll they settle with guns with serial no guns. numbers. Right. So... And like I said, plenty of guns with serial numbers commit crime, too, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's ridiculous.
0: Um, I mean, I don't know if it's still out there, but wasn't there a wasn't there a YouTube video where someone would turn the shovel into an AK? Oh, yeah. It was a YouTube video. Yeah, they turned a shovel, they the shovel. They bent the shovel into the doubt, metal receiver. I doubt it's still out there. Oh, probably. Yeah, you don't think
1: YouTube banned that shit? They're, They're like maybe. so anti-gun. They are. Um, but, yeah, so we'll wrap this up. But just real quick, a uh, couple of things I want to reiterate. Um where are you going to be for the gun show? May fourteenth and fifteenth, twenty twenty two, Kapog, New York, at the okay. IBEW Hall on Motor Parkway. Okay, I'll be there all day with stickers and patches. Stickers and patches.
0: Um, where? Okay, and to tease it again, because I know everyone loves a tease. We're going to be doing a giveaway coming yes. up. Okay, cool. So once we tuned. officially get it in hand, and we it's going to be take a little bit of time. Right and then not to give it all away, then there will be... We'll we'll do some teasers, but... Yeah, there's going to be an episode. There's going to be information for giveaway and and whatnot.
1: What was the last thing? I forget. Um, Check out my appearance on the Millsurp World podcast. Um, Go give them a listen, especially if you like me and you like old guns.
0: And make sure you tell them that you loved having Taylor from the New New York York Gun Gun Guys. Guys. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep, they're on YouTube. They're on iTunes. You know, they're pretty much everywhere. Yeah, uh, go give them some love. Yeah, if you if you like what you see there, subscribe. Say, oh, heard you guys heard about you guys on New York Gun guys. Um, it yeah, it was a really great time. Cool. But anyway, uh, lots uh, lots of news. Stay positive, everyone. Stay safe, and uh, we'll catch you next. Time. We will see you later.